0: So the next part of our segment is our market update. So every single month we get together, we talk about what happened in the market last month. I I am slightly disappointed that I don't yet have all of the December results, but I should have all of them by next week. That means if you guys are watching us, if you're subscribing like like Chance suggested to my YouTube channel, uh, then uh, you'll be able to see the market updates uh, for full year 2021. Now, as we have all the data through November of 2021, all the numbers are really really close. So uh, there won't they won't change that much. In fact, I think they're going to just go up just a little bit more. But I will tell you uh, the forecast for 2021. uh, As we finish 2021, as we finish 2021, and we're comparing it to 2020. Um, the, the final sales price is expected to be up about 20% throughout all of Texas versus what it was in 2020. And the 2021 total sales volume is expected to be up about 8% versus where it was in 2020. Yes, sir. What about inflation? Inflation's up 6%. So basically, well, so, so you said inflation is up 6%. So basically you're saying the Texas housing market is beating inflation. You gave Barbara a round of applause. Come on! So I was like, yeah, that's right. It's wonderful. Yeah, no. When so when it comes to you know, it, it, as real estate investors, we call inflation by its sister name, which is what appreciation, right? And and when people say inflation, they say inflation. When people say appreciation, they they it's like it's just like their whole holding changes. So if you own enough assets, right? If you own enough assets. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a beautiful ride, right? So, and especially if you look at, you know, and, and, and it's, uh, so it's a beautiful point, and it And it, and it um, there's a balance here. So, let me kind of explain that balance. How many builders do we have in the room? I'm just curious. Any builders in the room? Any contractors? Any remodelers? They're all working on my houses right now. <laughs> so, what's going on with builders right now? What would you say? A shortage of what? Shortage of workers? Yes. What did you guys say? a shortage of contractors and materials, right? And then and then and then so it's not even just a scarcity of materials or scarcity of uh, uh, of contractors. What else is it? Pricing. Pricing is anybody even following like lumber prices. So there there was like a 3 month period that if you framed your house in that 3 month period you have the most expensive lumber life that has ever been put in the house, right? And then, and then it went back down, right? So then the world kind of uh, get normalized a little bit. And then what happened to it uh, recently? It spiked right back up. And then what did we add as a bonus? So our, our, our president took uh, the tax on Canadian lumber. It was like 8% and they raised it to 17% because we need more struggles in coming up with housing supply, right? Uh, So that's a soapbox. I'm going to kick that away right now. But uh, so, so, so uh, when it comes to when we are building and when it comes specifically to contractors, are they able to like, and this is is so cute, like when I get a new investor in this market who says, well, I'm going to write something in my contract uh, with my contractor that says for every day late, you owe me $250. And what's the contractor saying? Goodbye, bye bye you see, uh, that's never going to happen, right? Because right now, contractors are in serious demand. And then what are also contractors now doing? They're saying, (laughs) working, (laughs) they're also eating a delicious steak right now, also on me. Yes, what else are they doing? They're only allowing their bids to stay current. This bid expires. You're seeing expiration dates on these bids. Why is that? yesterday's prices, right? And, and I don't know if any of you guys are from Argentina. Anybody from Argentina or any of those, any of those countries where it's like today bread costs $3 and then the next day bread costs $3,359, right? You know, you guys have heard of these countries, right? And, and that's a little bit of, I mean, I'm exaggerating, of course, uh, but that's a little bit of a, the fear that a lot of the contractors have right now. So, um, so what kind of bids are they, are, are they more likely to uh, put in front of you? more like a cost plus bid, right, because it's like, here's what I think your windows are going to cost you today. The issue is, because of all of the other supply chain shortages, right, and everything else going on, I don't know what the windows are going to cost when the house is completely framed, and I'm ready to order them and put them in, and by the way, all of your windows, all of your dishwashers, all of your refrigerators, all of your stoves are out in the ocean, rusting. okay, but is that causing some problems for us? And the answer is yes. So, and it, that's, so another word for that is inflation. Now, as long, so how do, we, how do we get ourselves in trouble as a real estate investor? We invest in an asset that's not appreciating at the same rate that that inflation is coming, right? So, and that's why, you know, sometimes I'll see investors and will tell me, well, prices are going up. So instead of using my normal real estate investor maximum allowable offer formula, I'm going, to, I'm going to do what? I'm going to compete and I'm going to pay a little more. They're going to follow the, the trend into, into bankruptcy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> so so, uh, so um, uh, uh, sometimes they'll say I'm, I'm going to pay a little more, but where they get punched in the face Is when their renovation budget comes in way above what they thought it was going to come in at so the old uh saying probably my 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 most hated saying as a real estate investor is um and and you can this is a quote some of you some of you guys might, might be able to tell me who said this um my my renovation project came in on time and on budget said no one ever right oh it said HGTV. that's cute, yeah, I like that all right, good, yeah, <laughs> uh, so uh, do you mind if we get back to this beautiful point, um, but I think right now we're we're kind of marching up in terms of prices uh, at a faster rate than we're marching up in terms of inflation uh the thing that and 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 oh, this is kind of a soapbox uh so 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 soap, 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 soap box uh, for me that you know, I'll I'll mention this because it is uh, something that is going to be affecting us for probably the next uh, 10 to 20 years. And that is, um, how many of you guys, when you were in um, elementary school and and and, and junior high and, and high school, how many of you had parents who said, "You're you're going to college, and there's like no there's no other other way," okay, okay, um, a lot of you guys. Um, and and I feel like what happened probably. I think probably starting in, in you know, uh, my generation, because I'm a Gen Xer, and this is, Gen Xers are the ones who, like, got, got all the degrees, right, um, is, is, is they said, you know, don't, don't work with your hands, work with your head, and, and that's followed on, and we've kind of forcing some kids to college who probably, should, maybe in some cases, should not be going to college, right? So what does that look like? That looks like they're coming out with $50,000, $100,000 of debt, and it looks like they're getting a job that might be paying them $50,000 a year, Okay. They're saddled with that debt. It's going to take them forever and, and never be able to pay that off. But at the same time, what's happening with people who are working with their, you know, some of these blue collar workers? They're working with their hands. They're going to six months of technical school and they're coming out making 70, 80, 100 grand a year. Um, can I tell you guys a little joke? It's not a joke, it's a story. Uh, so I was at a, um, a dinner. Um, I hope I'm going to remember this right. I was at a dinner. Uh, that was hosted by an orthopedic surgeon. There was a dinner party, and there were about 10 couples there. And it was a kind of a to-do type of a dinner party, okay? And all of a sudden, in the middle of the dinner party, this guy's plumbing started to say hello in places that you don't want it to say hello. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, man, i gotta, I got to get a plumber out here stacked of having a dinner party the house cannot smell and this cannot be backing up we've got a major problem here so he calls a plumber out plumber comes does his dirty work job right hands him the bill and the orthopedic surgeon looks at the bill he says my god man you make as much money as an as an orthopedic surgeon and the plumber looks back at him and he says i know I used to be an orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> so, 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 and he didn't have to go back through all that school, right? So how many of you guys when you're looking at a bill from a plumber or electrician are going, "Oh my goodness, like I'm in the wrong business." Right? Why did I go why did I go to college again? Like this doesn't even add up, right? So so so, so we are cre- we've created a society that has kind of shunned those types of professions. And now those types of professions are making money hand over fist. Soapbox kicked away moving on to the next point. Let's talk about the 2022 forecast uh, while we're here together. Uh, 2022 forecast, uh, I expect the sales to be up 5% year over year. Now, some of you guys are saying, well, why isn't it up as much as you, it, you, uh, it was up in 2021? What's the answer to that? Inventory, right? And for all of the other reasons that we talked about as well. So listen, do you think that sales could be up 20% year over year if we had houses or people to build houses or supplies or our stuff wasn't on a boat that can't we can't get? The answer is yes. But here's where the beauty comes in. That ugly word that you said, inflation, is good for assets, yes. Well, and as real estate investors, aren't we all about assets? That's exactly right. So... Uh, So I expect that uh, full-year sales price next year to be up 20%, and that, I got to tell you, my friends, is a conservative, conservative investment. In fact, some of the markets in 2021 went up over 30%, um, and uh, I would not be surprised if Dallas was ended up, as as we finished 2022, uh, barring some, you know, uh, worldwide disaster. Uh, But it might be up as much as 25%. But on average, I would say Texas up 20%. Now let's look at the results from November again. As soon as I I get all of the – so the the boards are still closing down all of the numbers for all of 2021. So that last month really takes the longest. Uh, But for our November 2021 results, I'll go through the highlights here. Um, Average price – uh, last month up 15%, so that's the top um, number in the top left-hand corner. Uh, closed sales last month were up 3%. Our months of inventory, 1.4 months of inventory. So, so many of you guys have said, like, you, you understand why prices are going up. It's a basic laws of supply and demand, economics, 101 right? So as we have very little supply and we have a lot of demand, we're going to see those prices uh, shoot up. And, and 1.4 months of inventory, you guys are probably all familiar with this concept, days on market, right? Days on market. Some of you may not be as familiar with the concept of months of inventory. What months of inventory uh, is a description of, of is it basically means if we stopped listing houses today, right? No more, no more new houses on the market, Based on the buyer demand that we've had over the last 12 months, right, averaged in terms of a monthly purchase rate, we would have a 1.4-month supply of inventory of houses to sell in Texas. So, okay, well, that's great. Well, what, it will it give me some perspective. Well, historically in Texas, that number has been closer to six to six and a half months, meaning if we stopped listing houses today, we would have at least a six-month supply of inventory before we completely ran out. In those days, which were literally just... Five to eight years ago, depending on which market in Texas, um, you were seeing prices go up, but they were only going up maybe about 5% a year. These days, now that we have hardly any inventory, we're seeing these big jumps, and in the case of last month, up 15% year over year. Uh, Pending sales, our closest leading indicator of what closed sales will be next month, up 8%. Active listings down significantly, so it's down 21% versus last year but a normal uh, situation for Texas would be about 100,000 active listings, not 50,000 active listings. Uh, The 2021 year-to-date number, January through November, sales are up 7%, and the average price is up 18.5%. Let's talk about some of the other markets in Texas, specifically San Antonio. Average price last month was up 16%, uh, months of inventory, 1.3 months of inventory. San Antonio had a down month in terms of sales, um, uh, for November, they were down 4%, uh, but their pending sales is up 7%. So that uh, shows that we'll probably have a, a good December or a higher December once we get those final numbers. Total sales in San Antonio year-to-date up 5%, and the average price up 16%. In Austin, that average price 585,500 up 27% versus what it was the same time last year. Closed sales were down but look at the months of inventory in Austin, 0.8 months of inventory. They, if they stopped listing houses today, they couldn't even make it a month before they were completely out of houses for sale. Um, pending sales up 4%, uh, total active listings up 4%, but normally uh, 10 years ago, uh, Austin had about ten to 12,000 listings. So right now, this is, this is such a fascinating phenomenon uh, that you never see. Active listings are less than Closed sales, active listings are less than pending sales. That's a phenomenon. Everyone is moving into Texas. Yeah, absolutely. Year-to-date sales up 3%. They would probably be up 23% if there was inventory. Year-to-date average price up 30%. And let's, uh, let's go to Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, average price, 413000 up 15% year-over-year. Closed sales last month were up 4%, a 1.4-month supply of inventory. Pending sales up 3%. And uh, I want to go to the year-to-date number. This is the only major market in Texas where I am saying that year-to-date numbers in Dallas are down, but they're only down 1%. And if we're able to pull out that 3% in closed sales as we uh, finalize in December, that number might be flat year over year. Now, I don't want anybody to walk out of this room and say, it's over. It's done. Let's go back to the drawing board. Start over. Get another Come back in 10 years. You know, I don't want any of you guys to say that, right? If we had more properties to sell, do you think we would be selling more houses? And the answer is yes, right? Uh, but what's been beautiful and the lack of this is the fact that average prices are up 20% year over year. Uh, the other large market in uh, Texas, Houston, uh, average price 384000 up 13% year-over-year. Closed sales up 4% on a 1.6-month supply of inventory. Pending sales in Houston, Texas, up 19% year-over-year. Uh, Houston had the biggest jump in year-over-year sales to date, uh, where their year-over-year sales at an, uh, or year-to-date sales are up uh, 12% versus what they were January through November last year, and year-to-date average price up 15%. So they have a little bit more inventory, so their average prices are not up as high, uh, but they have a little more inventory, so that means their sales are much higher than some of the other markets in Texas. So that is our market update and our forecast for 2022, guys. I think it's going to be an incredible year. Um, I think there are a lot of opportunities to have big wins. I think there are a lot of opportunities to make mistakes, just like in any market. I'm glad you guys are all here to figure out what to both do right as well as what not to do wrong. And I want to make a little bit of a special announcement. So one of the things that we are doing as part of the Real Estate Investor Association is uh, over the last uh, 20, uh, almost 24 months, we've had an opportunity to rethink Uh, what it means to be a real estate investor association. So when we first started the association, we organized it in the exact same way that the real estate investor association was that we first went to when we got started, which is, hey, come back every month, right? And we'll spend about three, three and a half hours with you, and we'll talk about real estate investing, right? And basically what that means is in about one to three years, you'll have all you need to know to be a successful real estate investor. But I think more of you guys are saying now is good, and so is now. So what we've done is we've changed the membership into the association. Instead of coming back once a month, every month, for the next three years to be able to get enough information to get started and make a lot of mistakes along the way, what we've done is we've started to do a three-day training class that is brought to you by the local real estate investor association, us. And what we're going to do in that class is we're going to break down the different strategies that we've used to be successful and not have to update our resume over the last almost two decades. We're going to go through the different marketing strategies, and marketing is the most important thing that you have to do right now as a real estate investor because let me tell you, your deals are not on the MLS, and they have not been for probably 10 or more years, Uh, but for those of you guys who are watching somebody on YouTube and they're telling you go look on the MLS for your deal, yeah, no, that would be really wrong. So we're going to share with you all the different ways that we use to market for houses and to be able to find all of those different off-market opportunities. We'll also go through uh, what we call the exactly what to say for the real estate investor. So over the years, we've talked to over 1,000 homeowners. Uh, We've talked to a lot of real estate investors. We know what all of the objections are when it comes to putting a property under contract, and we know how to overcome all of those objections. So, if you've not done any sales, or if you've not done any sales in real estate, or if you've not talked to a motivated seller, guess what? We're going to make sure and clear all of that up for you. And we're going to use some of the strategies uh, that we got from Chris Voss. Who's who's Chris Voss? Never split the difference, former FBI terrorist and hostage negotiator. We're going to use some of his strategies. We're going to use some of his strategies. Yeah, so I know me too, Chris Voss, and sometimes even in our family, like, I'll tell my son, I just bossed you, <laughs> but, uh, you know, some of you guys may be saying, FBI I'm a hostage negotiator, what does it have to do with real estate? Well, if you're thinking that, what that tells me is you've never dealt with a motivated seller. Because if you have, you would know that sometimes it feels like a terrorist message negotiation. So we're going to talk about the exactly what to say to be able to close those deals. We'll also introduce you to some folks that can help you in your personal business, whether that's access to funding, whether that's access to deals, or whether that's partnering. So you guys can all get there by heading over. And I've got this little QR code. If you're in the back, I think what we'll do is we'll walk through with a little QR code just in case you can't get it on your phone, and I'll make it bigger on the screen in, in just a few moments, um, but you can also just pull up your browser on your phone and head over to texasstarterkit.com, texasstarterkit.com. and I got to tell you, um, how much do you think it would be worth to spend three days with us, my husband and I, after, like, after doing this for two decades? You you went like this. Is that two dollars or two thousand dollars? I can't tell. You're fixing your arm. Okay. Uh, how much do you think that would be worth? Someone says priceless. So someone says unlimited. Put a dollar amount on it. Somebody. Somebody says five grand. Five hundred thousand. I like you two. I'm gonna do a special class for the two of you. Who else? What do you think this might be worth? Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Somebody said or free. Inflation, right? So listen, I told my husband this um, back in March of 2020. I said, as as long as we're still, still wearing masks, now, I had no idea that in January of 2022, we would also be wearing masks. I think you guys are just wearing masks just to not pay, what was that, 500000 <laughs> No, sir, you have, a, you have a special course that I'm going to personally take you through. Uh, but, yeah, so we've got, uh, we've got, we're doing it right now for free. I don't know how much uh, uh, more we're going to be able to do it because it's both live and in person. And we've got some uh, dates on here for you, so if you are in Dallas with us, uh, our next three-day uh, is li- both live as well as online, so you can join us on Zoom, uh, and uh, we'll be simulcasting. So that's going to be uh, February 18th, 19th, and 20th. If you're saying now is good, right, and you want to get in there and get, start going a little sooner, uh, we have uh, Austin coming up January 28th, 29th, and 30th, and Houston, February 25th, 26th, and 27th. Um, now. If you can't make one of the Dallas one, that's okay. Get on one of the other ones. You can do it via Zoom. And I promise to entertain you, and I promise to give you a lot of great content and a lot of great knowledge that you can use in in your business. Um, and it's the same stuff that we've used in our business for almost two decades. So if you want to pull out your cell phone uh, and uh, just tap on this QR code or just head over to TexasStarterKit.com, we'd love to get you registered for that. Texas's largest real estate investor association at TexasStarterKit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at TexasStarterKit.com.